Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 99. Okay, Lauren, I heard a new term last night. Okay, what is it? Are you ready for this? It's kind of applicable to what we're talking about today. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, well, okay. Have you heard of a vagina facial? What? No. Oh my gosh. So what does that entail? Yeah, this is like a new thing I saw on Instagram last (laughs) night. Our girl Kendra at Wildflower, she was talking about vagina facials. Oh my gosh, How, what do you do? Um, I don't know, but she kept using the word make it shine and things ah! like that. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? What is happening? I think it's well, like, from what I'm understanding, it's kind of like an add-on to like a Brazilian or some sort of wax service where they're just kind of taking care of that area down there. Sure. Well, I, I can get that. I mean, it does get well, neglected do in a way. But or is I that could, like it, next level? Oh, well, I don't know if I could ever feel comfortable doing that. I just probably get too much in my head. Oh, I'll see you but, later, babe. I'm going for my vagina facial. But yeah, the, the vagina facial. What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my but, gosh. But hey, he would probably be full on board with that. Oh, yeah, totally. do what you got to do. Oh, my gosh. Well, that I very was, much applies to today. It <laughs> totally does because today we are talking about sex. I feel like that song should come on. Let's talk about sex, sex baby. baby. Yeah, I know. Totally. <laughs> and so um, listener discretion advised. Right. We're not going to get like graphic or anything. We still are a family show, but just a heads up to little ears. Yes. We um, don't want to like, you know. Yeah. We're going to be talking kind of all the things. We kind of went down this path a little bit about a year ago around Valentine's Day. Yeah. It was more so about like how to just put a little spice back in your relationship. Today, Lauren, we're bringing the nitty, the gritty details. Yeah. Well, and you know, we always kind of laugh and like, can we go there? Who's listening to us? Oh, oh my, my gosh. No, don't even bring I that know. up. We, I we don't said, even want to think about we're it. We're not even getting in our heads about it. But as women and as mothers and as wives, this is just a huge part of our lives. How and have we not talked about it more? I know. And we, and we don't. We kind of like shy away from this subject. And so, yeah, we're just kind of laying it all out there for kind of our friends and all of you out there just to better your relationship and your sex life and just make sure it's on track and you're as happy and satisfied as you should be, right? I mean, you guys, (laughs) come on. Everybody does it. I mean, every human walking the face of the earth today they got here by a sexual act. Yeah, okay? and exactly. We're the mom voice. Yeah. We're all moms here. And so clearly it's we're all the having, process. We're all having sex. We need to embrace that and yeah. kind of talk about all the great things about it. Does, so does George know that you're doing this episode? Oh yes, yes. We talked. We we you know, we both Did he kinda, give you rules? Yeah, no, we both <laughs> both Sarah and I consulted our spouses about this. We knew that like this was ahead of <sighs> you know, coming into this month we'd be talking about it. So no, oh, he's, Jeremy's he's on like, board, um, but yeah, can you please keep in mind who's listening to this? I know, I'm like, like no, I know, stop no, sweating no over there. No stories, no visuals. I know we're gonna keep we're gonna oh keep this as like yeah, I don't know a we'll girl see. conversation. Totally okay. Well, before we get going, we just want to remind you that we have a fun little giveaway type thing going on for our hundredth episode next yes. week. Mm-hmm. Lauren, give them the details on that. Yeah, we just wanted to like give back to our our listeners and our friends here, and we are going to be scrolling our reviews and looking for just a review that really kind of resonates with us, really helps us, benefits us. You know, it can be even any sort of, you know, help or critique that we might need to do. We want to improve and better our 
content yeah, here. Totally. And as a podcast, we feel like this could be a great way. And, you know, that's kind of the best place. It benefits us to have reviews, obviously, yeah. but then it's also just the best place to kind of have a neutral source that people listen and they can leave their feedback. We're going to read those and just pick one and send them on a night away in their hometown. Wherever you're located, we're going to book you a night at the hotel and you're going to go either solo and have a mom night or and have just, a really really sexy time. yeah or hey take the tips yeah, today are. and take hubby along and you'll have a really hot <laughs> and and lovey night so it's totally. it's great and so either throw, way we're gonna throw into 50 dollars doordash yeah so you can have food so you can relax and just veg out so there you go all right so head over and do a review wherever you listen that Absolutely. would be great yes um and then we have a new feature which i'm super excited to tell you about. We are going to be sending episode reminders, super important info that comes out with the podcast. We're going to be sending it straight to your phone. So subscribe to the text list. To do that, you are going to type the word mom voice, all one word, to 833-880-5305. I know it's kind of long, so I'm going to throw that info in the show notes of this episode. So go grab the number in the show notes. Send us a text right now. That will put you on our list and we'll chat. You sign up once, you're good to go. Yeah, absolutely. All right, right, girl. Well, let's just dive right in. I know. Let's just go for it. Where are we even starting? Well, I think we should just definitely start with what are the benefits of having a good healthy sex life. Okay. A healthy sex life. And I mean, we're going to go into kind of what that looks like, but let's just go over some of the basic benefits as women um, of having a good sex life. Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like they're endless when we're paying attention to each other and we're communicating and like the intimacy is there. I feel like everything just runs smoother. Like, oh, I totally agree. All of the operations of the household, our life, the budgeting, everything works better when our sex life is good. Yeah, you just like each other so much more. That intimacy, it just is like you're on the same team. You got a groove going. You just have fun. You're flirting. You're excited to be see him at the end of the day. The intimacy is like such a... um, just a strength, an advantage that you can have and, and anybody can have. So some funny facts here are interesting. Sex frequency, the average adult has sex 54 times a year, which is funny because that's about once a week. So that's interesting. Adults in their 20s, you know, back when you're young and horny and crazy, <laughs> um, about tw- um, 80 times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of decrease back into your 60s of 20 times per year. So that's an interesting, and I think that's the age old question. How many times a week? I'm just going to start it off there. Do you have sex? And it's always a funny one because you kind of like when you're asked that, even by a girlfriend or if it's like a fun group of people, you never want to like look bad. And so do you always round up? But like honest to goodness, it's like, really, how much sex do you have right now? So Sarah, how many times a week do you have sex? Well, first of all, I have a follow-up question for you in just a second. I'm going to say we average two to three times. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have certain days? I know people who have certain days. They schedule it? Not scheduled necessarily. It just kind of always ends up being on those days. We do not. Like I, pre-planned or just No, happens. I don't even think it's like pre-planned. It's like a routine. I just think it's kind of like they've found their groove and no, like that's no, kind of that's their not thing. Us. No, Yeah, mine is very... Man, oh, and we're going to get into this. It's very dependent on my mood, my yeah. schedule, how yeah. well I've been sleeping or yeah. not sleeping, yeah. how much laundry is getting done. Like, there's Abs- so many factors. A- amen. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah. So that, that would be mine. What about you? I would say we are three to four times a week, right? Yes, you are, girl. No, it's crazy. I mean, and we're going to talk more about this too, but like, believe me, it was not always that way. And some, and some, and like you have those mountains and you have those like, those valleys, those valleys, like you you do. And we've been in a good groove for a while now, but I would say three to four times a week. And, and sometimes we outdo ourselves. And then sometimes it's like, don't even look at me. So it's like, you know, you definitely have that mix, but Oh. To be truthful, yeah, we're 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 in a good place in the last like year or so, and it's but let's been three be to four. Real. It kind of goes to everything that you read that you do start kind of coming into your own in your thirties. Mm-hmm. Something magical kind of happens. Yes, you kind of get out of the baby haze, the exhaustion. Like your body has kind of, or, or for both of us, we recovered. kind of we kind of have recovered, and I do feel like in a way. You just kind of come into your own skin in your thirties. Yeah, it blows my mind how I look back at my twenty-year-old self or my when did I get married? Twenty-three, and thinking how insecure I was on my honeymoon about my body, how critical you were, yes, how critical I was about the tiny little bit of fat on my thighs or like whatever. When now it's like, oh my gosh, like I own every part of me and like. I mean, it's just so different. It's so different. It is so different. Isn't it fascinating? And, well, and it's so different to look back to your honeymoon phase where it's like so excited and you can't wait for the honeymoon and you're so ready for it, but it's still a whole new world. Oh, yeah. It's so unknown territory for at least for us yeah. because we were not. We didn't live together yeah, with our yes, spouses and, or anything you like know, that. And yeah. so it's and it's a, a learning curve, a learning process together. And so that's a totally different experience to even like when you're into your 30s and you know them like the back of your own hand by now. Oh my gosh. And and they and it's a given fact that a woman's libido is at its peak in their mid 30s. Yeah. So at least it's only comfort- downhill from here, Lauren. Well, at least it's comforting no. knowing that because it's like back in your 20s, you have just oh, yeah. the hormones and excitement to feed off of, but then you do kind of we're gonna talk about this, go into the baby phase, and then you come out of it. At least there's something to kind of look forward to that there's something that you and him can kind of reconnect and rejoin on. And it only gets brighter from there. Oh, so it that's totally good. Does. That's a really good thing to look ahead to. Yeah, I can vividly remember us going to Disneyland one trip. Do you remember this? And talking about it on the way out there. Yeah, you, and well, just you, us both being like, dude, what's wrong with us? Well, like, why? I, when we had our Disney passes, I had the twins were about 18 months old, almost two years, yeah. and then he was about four. So I was in the thick of it. Totally. And it was rough. It was really, really rough. The last thing I wanted to do was to like, yeah, stay up later, satisfy another person, help another person in any way, Absolutely. be touched by another body. I yeah. was just like, no, it's just really hard in those yes. exhausted years. Yeah, I can remember vividly having a conversation with you about that and like the struggle and the frustration and all of that. And so if you're in that stage and you're going through that, just know we have been there (laughs) so many years we were there and we're kind of on the other side of it now. But I would definitely say I have my weeks where I'm hormonal and I'm so, yeah, it's just not happening. Even when you ask that number, how many times a week? I know that's such like a blanketed thing, but maybe it can give some perspective to to you and your life and what's reasonable, what's not. Maybe I do need to to increase it. Maybe I don't. And of course, every single person is going to be different. So really quick, just grazing over like the benefits of having 
it, more and it sex says more sex and having better more sex. sex. Yes, having more sex is um, lower blood pressure, reduced stress, greater intimacy, and even lower divorce rate, which obviously makes so much sense. Psych- You're going to sleep better. Yes, sleep better. You're going to have a better self-image. Which I totally agree with. Oh, I totally do too. I mean, when you're getting naked with somebody and you're having a good time and just laying it all out there, you feel good about yourself. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you do. No, I mean, there's a connection and a bond between you two that it's like they always say, you're like one. And it is. It's so true. Like, my husband knows me more than any person on this planet and will ever will probably. And so that's something to be said for right there. I mean, I would be amiss if I did not talk about the psychological benefits of having more sex, but like it is chemically proven, like we are designed in such a way by God that oxytocin, the chemical is released in our brain when we're having sex. And everybody knows oxytocin is the feel-good chemical. It's the one that makes you bond more. You feel more emotionally connected to your spouse. So, I mean, I think that having those like chemical, pure, raw reactions to each other, it creates that bond and that connection that you really can't create any other way. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that. When you're having a lot of sex, you are creating those bonds. I mean, on the opposite of that, we all know what happens when you're not having a lot of sex. Yeah. Or not even a lot, but having it regularly. Yeah, there's a strain for sure. Let's be real. My husband gets so grumpy and just like out of character when it's been too long. Right. And, and and I guess it's like, it's so crazy that God created man and woman so different. Oh. Uh, so different. I mean, honestly, a woman really could just manage probably and function just fine without it. But it's like an added bonus. But a man just can't function. And it's so crazy. So they do get so cranky and grumpy, to be honest. Yeah. But... Even beyond that, there's so much of a strain. And I think you start to grow distant. You get more irritable with one another, like all of those things. Absolutely. That are kind of instantly fixed in some way when you do get intimate. Let's be real. If you have like a pressing question, you don't (laughs) a request from your husband. You wait till after. Let's pick our timing, girls. I know, like when he's a little more chipper and like uh, more like just, you know. Oh my gosh, agreeable. (laughs) Agreeable, yes. Totally. Oh my gosh. Well, what are some ways that we can kind of jumpstart our sex life? If we're feeling like we're in a lull or we're in one of those valleys and we just need some fun ways, what are some things we can do to kind of pick it back up? Well, we have a really fun episode that we aired about a year ago now, and it was um, ways to spice up your love life. And so I definitely want to like encourage you guys to go back and listen to that too, because if you feel like you're in this lull, we suggest some really fun ideas, just like ways, quirky ways to spice up the date nights or just kind of flirt. Fun things in the bedroom. Like, like, you know, just flirty episode. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, if it's like a funny sex text, you know, sexting or like a photo or something, just just fun ways to kind of lure them them back in, get ha- have fun with it, and be able to get excited again if you are in kind of like a dry spell. Because, I mean, we all have those, right? Totally. And let's let's be honest. We're talking to moms here, and I feel like the biggest lull that you're ever going to be in is right after baby. Yes. Like, right after you've had the baby. I mean, let's be honest. You have the mandatory six-week waiting period from your doctor. I mean, right? Am right. I remembering that? It's six that? weeks. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's six absolutely week. six weeks. You have, to, And you need those six weeks. You need to heal. Your body needs to heal. You need to focus on baby, like all those things. And your husband needs to like get on board. But 
when it's time to like resume and you're, you're ready for that and you need that emotional connection, like what are some ways that we can give to the moms out there to kind of get them out of that, that lull? And I think additionally to the lull becomes a lot of emotional baggage too, because I think women, we're very hard on ourselves. We take it very internally. I can remember, and I read this article about a woman's experience, and I can even remember saying, I want to want to have sex. I want to want it, but it's just not in me right now. It's just not even there. Will I find it again? Oh my gosh. It's the last thing on the priority list um, when you're just so beat down and exhausted. Well, and so much goes into that at that point in our lives because our bodies have just been like, I don't want to say wrecked, but they've been worked. Trauma, for lots lack of trauma. Better, yeah, lots it really trauma. has. Like you're almost in a body you're not used to right after right, baby. Like, right. you know what I mean? And so there's so many psychological things that are going on. And then you have the exhaustion. You're waking up, you're feeding baby at night. There's so many factors that go into it. I think it really is, it's going to be work and it takes work to get your sexy back a hundred percent. And they say the number one female organ, yes, organ for a woman is above the shoulders and it is, it's your brain. Like it is all about emotionally, mentally, psychologically in your brain. And that is going to take you again, taking the effort to like, because let's be real, you you have had this trauma. You might feel a little insecure with your body or your weight. You're honestly, the hormones, you're kind of possibly dried out some more than you typically are. It's just all those things lacking. So it's literally an emotional mental thing to make that effort to move forward, which is really hard to do. Oh my gosh. And you have to give yourself some grace with that. Like you absolutely do. I saw a really cute thing here. I talked about outer course. And I think that's a great way to just even take baby steps, outer course instead of inner course. And outer course is just starting with the basics of just the flirting, the foreplay. Just touch each other. Touch each other. And I don't even mean and like naughty right. ways. You I don't, mean, like, get naked and just lay next to each other. Together, cuddle together. Laugh. Like, and even we were talking about making out. Yes. yes. Do you make out, Sarah? We totally still make out. Like, Good. all the time. Right. That and is huge. I don't know if people don't anymore. But yeah, we're big kissers. Well, I, I think know. it's like we're kind of 50-50. And it's funny. I feel like we've made a bigger effort in the latter years to like eye contact, kissing, the making out stuff that yes. like the making out so vital in the early stages of the relationship. And then it kind of gets bumped. But there is something to be said. It just turns on the the body, the brain, the, the closeness. It's exciting. It totally does. It's so exciting. Yeah. So even going back to just the basic of making out. And even if you tell yourself, make out and we are not having sex. Right. Linger. Like, let it linger. Yes. Let it like, Walk you know, away, girl. Yep, yes. Walk away. <laughs> Yeah, that is really exciting. So I think outer course is so kind of cute and something yeah. to kind of think about for any any marriage, even just to kind of change it up for a night, just doing the bare minimum. Well, to me, the kissing being that close, I love smelling him. Yes. So like, it's like when you're right by their mouth, like I feel like I can smell the cologne. I feel as like facial hair. I don't know. It's just a different connection. It's a different experience when you kiss, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so 
Yeah, I, we totally do. And I totally love it. We read this quote too, which is kind of discouraging, but like many couples sex lives don't recover after they get out of the baby zone. Priorities shift to raising kids and jungling careers and household responsibilities. Continuing that intimacy breaks down this stage because couples don't talk about their sex life and couples aren't as intentional about connecting with each other as they were earlier in the relationship. So we all know that baby stage can linger. I had four kids it can go on. And so you have to find the repair and the recovery in between. But then when you're ready to leave the baby stage completely, Mm -hmm. like that is discouraging to hear that some people kind of never get it back. They never- I think it's so easy though. And I can see- And I understand that. Yeah, 100%. I see how that can happen where you're both working and it's just like you're in survival mode all the time. And, or maybe you have different schedules. Maybe Mm -hmm. you just literally miss each other. We've been in that position at times where I've said to you, I feel like we're passing ships in the night. Yeah, Like we don't even see each other Mm -hmm. sometimes. And so I feel like there's definitely obstacles, but the key to all of this when when I've ever been in those situations is talking. Mm -hmm. You have got to communicate straight up what you need, what they need. You've got to talk. Communication's huge. I think easily resentment, almost like anger or like hurtful feelings can build up because on our end, we're feeling like you expect too much. You're demanding too much out of me. Do you know what kind of day I've had? The kids did this and the house and I came home to the dog and this and all that. And now this. And then him on the other end is hearing, I'm not important to you. I'm not a priority. All these other things matter more than me. I want to be with you. And there's just a disconnect. There's just a disconnect. And it so easily can be fixed because even if it's not happening, I know that I always want it to. It's just, you got to get it there. Yes. And you have to make it the priority. And however you can do that, but talking it through is going to be number one. Have you ever heard, gosh, and I wish I should have looked this up before we started recording. But I feel like 10 years ago or even more, maybe I was like in college, there was this woman who with her husband, they did this whole thing. They had sex every night for a year. Oh and my she gosh. like documented it. Wow. But think about that. You think about that. Okay. Yeah. And I can remember her going on the talk shows and like talking about what it did for their relationship and her saying like how hard it was on some nights to like make herself do that. But, <laughs> no, literally though. Right. No, but I can totally that. see it. Honestly, think about the days when you're on your period and when you're cramping and when you're just pissed off or like you're, you're all the things. Yeah. So tired. Like, but what her point was, and this like stuck with me, was that if I could push myself through those things and actually get to the intimate part, it instantly made my day better. And I slept better and like all the things. Yes. And so that is so interesting. Well, and like I I said, sex begets sex. So I feel like the more sex you have, your body is like almost conditioning itself to want to have sex more. And I remember before I got Right around when I got married, I had a coworker say that to me. She said, the more sex you have, the more sex you'll have. And I was like, really? But as I've, I've kind of gotten older and we're like more into like one of our peaks instead of our valleys, I can kind of see that. Yeah. I, I feel like your body does get turned on easier and you're more excited for it and you know the outcome and, and you look forward to it more instead of this, you know, exhausted, drawn out thing. So well, I think I think that's something to remember. Let's just keep going and get a little more in detail. I feel like now, I don't even know if we were going to go here, but I'm going to go here. I feel like now in my 30s, I kind of know what I like. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. I know what he likes. And I feel like we know each other way better. And so if you feel like you're not experiencing, I'm trying to be very classy while I'm talking about this. Yeah. So if you feel like you're not getting what you need out of the sexy time, maybe that is when you talk to your husband about switching up the position or trying different things, getting something to help the both of you in the bedroom. Right. There's all kinds of things that can assist in that area. And I feel like that is such a common thing for women that it's a lot harder for a woman to, you know what? My husband made me promise I would not say that word. I know. She's so wigged out by the word, you guys. I I don't know why. I'm not saying it. But let's be real. It's harder. It's harder for the woman to climax. Yeah, that's Whether you like that word better. You like the word climax. It's way harder for the woman to climax. It's way harder. And so I feel like... There were so many times where I said to Lauren, I think I'm broken. What's wrong with me? Stop. <laughs> yes. And do you we, remember? But yeah, but I think we've all had those oh, stages totally. and we've all said that. Like, what are we doing wrong here? But I'm or like, why? why is it so freaking easy for him yes. and it's not for me? Like right. all this stuff. Right. And so that would just be one of my main tips is yes, because switch it up. It's maybe. a two-way street. The woman has to be, and I, I know guys, we're going there. We're, the woman has to be satisfied equally for it to be enjoyable enjoyable experience and it to be the bonding experience and something I'm going to say this something I've always appreciated about my husband is that's always been a priority for him like from day one like I don't know who counseled him but it was like that was his priority and like he knew that that was important and his wife was important and a vital part of this and like making sure that she she's happy and I think we just need to remember that or if someone has not told you that you understand that you deserve that that's what it's part of if that's not happening redirect and like communicate with each other and just try to like Sarah said there's a few options changing it up shopping reading up on it all the things take the necessary extra steps because like that's just vital in your life it is I mean that is what God gave us on this earth it's part of it that's a vital part and when you're talking to your husband about this subject specifically I think it's key for him to understand the more you enjoy it as a woman, the more he's going to enjoy it as a man. Oh, yeah. Because I will say, funny enough, and I think I've actually said this on the podcast, I sat my husband down a year or two ago and I was like, tell me your top five things. Tell me what it is. And one of his was, I love it when you love it, like when mm-hmm. you're in it. Yes. Like, and when I'm feeling sexy oh, yeah. and when I'm in the mood and I know I'm channeling my inner J-Lo, he's all about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, that's what it. I'm trying to say. So like, they want you to love it. And he needs to understand the more you're enjoying yourself, the more he's going to enjoy it. I can remember that exact conversation, too, in those, like, baby years when I was referring to him asking, like, I just want you to want it. Like, I want you to be into it or present and all that. And so it is, again, like we said, I can just remember when it was just harder. It's it's like it's hard and you wanted to turn it on and just be ready and go for it. But it's sometimes not there. So that kind of branches into our next subject of just like the woman's libido. The word libido, you know, just our sex drive. And like we've said multiple times already that it's so different than our husband's. And it has its its variations and different stages and how we can increase our libido. So when we were reading up on this, you guys, interestingly enough, did you know 
the key component for your libido is testosterone. Which isn't that ironic. Is that not crazy? <laughs> you know, yes, I know. We thought that was so interesting that a testosterone in a woman, and it can vary again. How did I not know that we even have, I did not know that. I Oh, I knew that. Estrogen and testosterone. I we have both. That. Yes. Okay. Yes. I want to read something though. It says every month at mid-cycle, so mid your mid-cycle for a woman, your brain signals your ovaries, which create creates 50% of the body's testosterone to produce a surge of the lust stimulating stuff. Basically, your body wants you to get busy during its optimal baby making time. Testosterone also initiates blood flow that causes your vajayjay and your, I'm not saying that word because George said not to say that (laughs) word, to become plump and sensitive. This leads to lubrication and with any luck, one heck of a Bigo. Do you love her like filtered her filtered yeah. sentences? Because I made a commitment <laughs> to my man. I wouldn't say I certain words. Okay. Okay. We're okay. a clean podcast. No, I I think that's so fascinating. Let's be honest. Are you more t- turned on when you're ovulating? Have you ever like timed that and noticed that? I've never ever timed. Oh, it. I totally know that I am. Do like you? I can totally tell when I'm ovulating because yes, I. I yes I am you're seeking the seed I'm you're like give me the seed George (laughs) give it to me see that right there seeking the seed seeking the seed that makes me laugh because that makes me think of Bridgerton I wasn't gonna bring it up you guys but Bridgerton it's funny because I feel like it's like the hot new topic all over like social media Bridgerton's this new kind of pride and prejudice show but in the raunchiest well but yes and no I I haven't watched they do it like. pre-warning yes it does have a few like honeymoon scenes that go are a little intense and so yes filter that if you'd like and but it's interesting it's an interesting storyline about a man and a woman and just back in the olden days of like how naive these girls really were they didn't really know where babies came from and the honeymoon taught them real quick and and how the seat anyways Bridgerton's like an interesting show oh and it's gosh. cute and I just feel like a lot of people are talking about it one influencer friend that we follow it was posting a lot about it and said go do your marriage a favor and watch yeah. this yeah. because it kind of does just get you excited and yes. like remember the passion of like just Aww. the newlywed stage and the excitement of it all. Yes. So I, I just have to laugh, laugh that you said, oh my gosh. seek the seed. Yes. <laughs> that was so funny. But yes, when you're ovulating and even still, because we still ovulate, even though we're done having babies, but I re- can totally tell that time of the month. I, I am definitely more I- interested in having sex Remind for me sure. when that time of the month is. If I'm correct, it's like kind of in two weeks period. So like, let's say you ovulate two weeks later, your period two weeks later, you ovulate. So it's about, and everyone's like cycles different. And, you know, we talked about periods just recently, but, um, ovulation. Yeah. It's your baby making time and your body's working for it and it's doing the right things. And that said, all the blood flow down there is important part. So maybe even, even if you're not trying to get pregnant, um, the reason I know a little bit more about this is because for a minute there for birth control, I did that um, rhythm. Rhythm. Thing. Oh my gosh. For a minute. I could not believe I, can't, you did I know. That. I can't believe I did it either. And no. did it work? That was not when I got pregnant, oh, though. Okay. Yes, I know. No, I, it, it was, I was too scared. It was too risky. Yeah. Because you had to, like, even take your temperature. Your temperature, oh, like, spice, yes. uh, like, spikes up a degree or so when you're ovulating. It's, like, very complicated. But it is, like, your body's doing its thing. And it's very interesting. It is, like, the baby-making cycle. Oh, my gosh. So, but when talking about low libido, it talks about how, on top of the hormones, literal stress— Lack of sleep can affect your 
your libido and it, can affect oh, your sex gosh, drive. And right. So not only do you need the hormones working for you, but you also need your sleep and you also need your stress under control because it will literally decrease your sex drive. Jeez, that like is like a recipe for right? impossible to have all those things lined up. But those are things to like be honorable mentions here so that you remember that. And so if you feel like you're out of whack, even baby years or out of baby years, you can kind of check these things for yourself. Totally. Some things that can help with increasing your sex drive. I'm just going to say number one is when I look good, I feel sexy. So I'm going to say it's not on the list here, Lauren, but I'm going to say, look your best, put on your sexy clothes, put your makeup on, do your hair, look good, feel good, smell good, all the things. And you'll you'll be getting your groove back. Yeah, you feel better about yourself. We've talked about this so many times and how even in in some of these articles, self-care is mentioned again. Just kind of addressing yourself to de-stress, feel good about you. Shave your legs. Shave your legs. I mean, it even actually does say in here losing some weight can help increase some of those hormones, like just staying fit and healthy. So those things are definite important things to remember. And I'm going to throw a shout out for the doctors. If you actually do feel like you have a hormone imbalance and I've been there, done that, go see a doctor. Yeah. And I mean, medical doctor, homeopathic doctor, whatever your choice is, if you're really fighting against legit hormone imbalances, it's near impossible to like really get back. Well, you're working you, against yes. like true like science. Like yes. it's just not going to work. It's so, so there may hard. be things that are beyond your control. Yes. It is so hard. So what we're saying here is like, if you feel like you are putting forth that effort and you're trying the things and you're talking to your man and like you're doing all the things you need to do, but you're still just dragging and you're not feeling, you're not feeling right. Go talk to a doctor. There's no shame in that at all. I agree. I agree. Just addressing it and and getting it fixed up. Some things are really beyond your control, and that's not fair to you. So, hundred um, percent. A funny thing that you know, I've always heard of aphrodisiacs. Did I say it right? I yeah, think so. I think so. You hear of those things, and I remember. Are you about to gross me out? No, I remember even googling that years ago. Like, come on, give me some magic. Yeah. vegetable that's yeah. going to turn me on tonight. Like, yeah. come on, I'll, I'll do yeah. it, you know? And, um, you know, they, there are different foods and even vitamins that say that can help contribute to your sex drive and your libido. The, the maca, ma- matcha powder or whatever, maca. Okay, maca. Is oh, Jeremy throws it in my smoothies all the time. Oh, oh. He's like, here you go, honey, here. Is there? Is that true, maca? Okay, so. oh, okay. cool. I'm going to Google it while you're talking. Okay, okay. Well, these are some foods they mentioned that are aphrodisiacs. Who really knows? I kind of, again, have researched this over the years. And I've heard like everything from strawberries to like, so this list is kind of funny. It says avocados, which is really funny because I love avocados. Um, And the funny ones here, though, are oysters, eggs, caviar, asparagus, celery, onions, and clams are worth a shot. And then quoted here. Don't gross me out. Some are quoted here. Some are thought to improve sex drive by visually looking as it visually looks like genitalia. (laughs) Uh, let me throw up in my mouth. Ew. No, I was like, what? Okay. Eggs? Listen. I'm reading right now. It says maca from a 2010 study shows that it increased sexual desire after at least six weeks of ingestion. Oh, interesting. Ingest that stuff for six weeks. You might so have maca, a, it's it's a powder form, a powder. like a vitamin almost, or what? What yeah, is it's it? It's like an additive to your just smoothies. An, okay, maca. It's one of those powder things. Well, another one here they're saying is zinc. Zinc, um, for people that are deficient, it can 
sometimes decrease your sex drive. So zinc is a good one. And actually, I think zinc is actually very common for COVID too. Like if you oh, have totally. COVID. Yeah. So zinc might be a really good thing to just kind of bulk up on right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I the aphrodisiacs, I don't know. Hey, if you've had a positive experience with anything that has increased your sex drive, even maybe a vitamin, you like write in and let us know. Yeah, Cause I just, know. I don't know if it's like myths or if there's truth to that. Clams is one I've always heard, always heard oh, oysters, oysters and clams, oysters. oysters, oysters, but who like wants to eat oysters? That like me ew, ew. oysters. Yeah. I, I, I like seafood, but I don't like oysters. No, that, so that's ugh. just gross. That's just kind of weird. Yeah. So, but I will say when trying to get your sexy back, and I think I just mentioned this earlier, but one of my number one tips is seriously just get naked with each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't even mean like with the intention to necessarily have sex or do anything, but just lay with each other. Yeah. And like that to me is just like intimacy right there. Just like being vulnerable, being fully naked, watching a show together. I mean, it's as simple as that. Holding hands, like, you know, whatever, just touching, cuddling, that to me almost is more bonding than the actual act. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just being physically together and yes. touching. I don't know. I like I think, that. Well, and I think knowing that that time is devoted to each other. And again, for women, it's such an emotional, mental thing. If I'm even the slightest bit bugged by my husband or mad or even still lingering like off of some something rough with the kids it, it it's such a distraction but like if you two can get in your groove and talk it out and feel connected I mean that is half of it and then I feel like the experience is so much better when I'm emotionally there and mentally in into it and I'm relaxed and I'm I'm in a happy place because if it, it, you just can't harbor like any no. sort of exterior feelings because it's it's You're already so vulnerable. Yes, yes, you really are. Yes. I mean, yeah, I was going to say that that in addition to yeah, just putting it all out there, also maybe think about redefining what intimacy is to you. So like instead of just thinking of being intimate as like the literal act of having sex, redefine that. That can be taking a shower together. That can be like holding hands, like whatever. There's so many ways to be intimate, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just getting in your brain. I want to like my man more. I want to be around my man more. We need to be more intimate. And then that will naturally lead to the sex part. Yeah. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That outer course. That outer course. Outer course, and it will just spice you up to want the inner course eventually. And and if not, right away. So- yeah. I think, I hope this is helpful. I mean, I think. I feel like we are all over the place. Oh, well, we touched on a lot of different things. There's so much to say on the subject. I, I know. And we Let's even kept real. it fairly vague, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. So I think, I think it was good. I mean, we were kind of all over the place here. But to summarize the conversation, if we were going to bullet point things for the listener, What's number one? I think that there's just so many more benefits to having more sex than to not. Yeah. And so I think that average American of having sex once a week is not enough in my opinion. Yeah. So I think you need to, you need to think about the benefits and the value of your marriage and increase that. The next one would be what? I think you said it earlier that sex begets sex. Yes. Meaning the more you do it, the more you'll want to do it. Yes. The more sex you have, the better it will be. Right. Number three, be gentle to yourself. Yeah, those baby years, I mean, they're so crucial. They're so hard. There's so much going on. Yes. 
take a step back, realize that you've got a lot of things going on hormonally within your body, things like that. Just be kind to yourself. Be gentle. Practice some of that self-care that we talk about so much on the podcast. And just remember, you're not broken. Like we've all gone through that experience. We all do go through that. And there's just ways to kind of help recover that. 100%. And as you're doing that, I think another bullet point would be that it is vital that you communicate with your partner. Absolutely. I mean, I think hands down communication is key in any relationship, but I think especially in this area, it is like 100%. You need to know what you need. You need to feel comfortable talking to your partner about what you like, what you don't like, all of that thing, because we touched on it earlier, but those thoughts of resentment and, you know, hostility, anger, resentment, all those things can start to build up and you just don't want that. They're so toxic. Absolutely. They can be so toxic. And then a last one would be... Yeah. Increase your sex drive and kind of like focus on that. It like address your libido, make sure you feel like it's on track for you. And if not, find these little ways or go back to our episodes on how to spice it up and increase your libido because, you know, you deserve a happy sex life. Yeah. so. So we covered a lot, but I think it's a great general, you know, it's super general. I was actually thinking we were going to get more in the details. Maybe we'll have to do a part two. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let us know if you want a part two. I don't know. Sometimes is this, a, a, you know, interesting content or is it like t- TMI girls? But, you know. Well, now that we're talking about it, I'm like, let's go. But, yeah, let's just go. She's going to say the uh, big O. She's going to say the O word, guys. She's going to. I'm going to make her. Well, then I'm you just... have to say this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Okay. Sarah, could you accomplish the sex everyday challenge for a year? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. There was like. Okay, I'm just going to put it out there. And I told you about this. There was some freak coincidence this past year where it was like six, seven days in a row for us. Don't you remember me telling you? Yes, I do. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. The stars have aligned. But it was like, I wanted it just as much as he did. And like, it was kind of that thing of like, okay, we kind of have this going. Let's keep it going. And then, you know, whatever. I got over it. But yeah, it was kind of crazy. But no, there's no way I could do that. Could you? I, I, I just am running so hot all the time. And by that, yes. I mean busy, distracted, life. No, I don't think I could. I know. I know. There's some nights where I, I think it would be a fun challenge. Maybe if I tried it for like a month, I mean, if days. I got my period, like the three or four days right when I get my period where I just feel like my body is falling apart. Mm-hmm. If I could take those days off, maybe. Yeah. But I know. That's ugh. so true, too. I know. There's some things working against us there. I know. I know. Dude, I know. This past month, my my PMS was bad. Really? I didn't oh, notice it as much. Not Maybe hormonally. I, I mean, oh. like my body, my okay. cramps, yeah. my aching in my back. I'm yes, like, you did say that. Oh, I know. It was I, bad. I know. I literally and, just got in bed. I'm like, leave me alone with my heating pad. Just go away. I know. I hope we're granted at oh. least like another... 10 years of like decency before the hormones kick in for us on the other end of like going into menopause. Oh my but gosh. I don't know. I don't Can know. You stop. I know. I know. You're not allowed to say the M word either. Okay? I know. I know. Oh. I, we're only in our mid thirties. Hopefully oh we ha- still have time, but who so knows? depressed. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Let us know if this helped. Hopefully it helped. It is such a huge conversation, especially for us moms. 
and we'll have more. Yeah. We'll do more. We're getting excited. It's almost Valentine's Day. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Well, let's wrap up with our weekly hits and misses. What was your hit of the week? You have a good one. Yeah. No, I actually shared it on stories. And um, you guys, so crazy. My sister bought a house on the same street as me. I know. It's kind of so wild. It still hasn't even sunk into me. It's like, it's going to be super exciting. I mentioned also on stories that I got a new nephew. She had her baby this last weekend. You know, so exciting. Everything went smooth and great. And so she's my sister just directly under me. And she now just has had her fourth baby. So she has four little kids that just line up under my oldest. Yeah. So that will be, they... They love their cousins. And I mean, yeah, it's going to be just such a dream being able to grow up with cousins close by, my sister right there, you know, just if I ever need things or she needs me. So it's really going to be so cool. But, you know, I think it's funny. Everybody kind of like stops side, like side question, like, how do you really feel about that? You know, and I really do feel good and confident about it. I mean, I do think that I could see how it could go sideways for some people real quick or not, not be her. ideal. Not with But her. yeah, I think it's going to be really good. And She is like the most chill person yeah. on the planet. Yes. I, so oh, I like minimal best. to no like drama or issues. No. So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, totally. So oh yeah. Ah. All right. Well, my hit of the week, and I've kind of touched on this, you guys, you know, I got a dog recently. Oh, yes. Um, There's kind of a lot of misses in regards to her, but I'm not going to focus on them right okay, now. Okay, good. My Landon, my middle, the hit is just how awesome he has been with the dog. Like he wakes up every single morning early at like six o'clock to take her out. Oh my gosh. He takes care of her. It's like the sweetest thing ever. It's been so good for him. I, I just, I can't. And he's been my harder child or was, he was my hardest like years ago during the baby stage. And so to see him taking like such responsibility. Yes. And it's, oh, it's just it's so making, encouraging. Yes. It's like a maturity and an, a new uh, chapter and that's exciting for him. That's yeah. awesome. So it's been really good. That's so awesome. It was a major hit because he actually legit helps me out. Yeah. When I can't believe he gets up with them in, oh, yeah. in the morning. Well, and, like, he's a morning out. person. Oh like, my he's gosh. The only, well, my husband's a morning person. I'm definitely not. But yeah, he definitely is. And he loves getting up with her and taking her outside. And he sits down on the floor and feeds her oh, while she so eats. Oh, awesome. It's really, really, really cute. So good job, Landon. That is so good. Okay, what's your miss? Oh, my miss is just, yeah, following up also. I had the flu bug, which was awful. Like, I haven't had the flu bug for probably oh three yeah. seasons. Like, yeah. I have dodged it. And I just forget how awful, awful awful it is. For me, it was worse than COVID. I know like that might be taboo to say, but it really was like I was way more miserable for these 24 hours. Thankfully, it was a 24 hour bug. So and it's just so like funny how it literally magically on the 24 hour mark on the dot, it's like, gone. Okay, you can feel better now. And now take all the, the chills away and the aches and the this nauseous, like, it's all gone. It's just you, you feel better. Yours started out with like a really bad headache, right? It did start out with a headache. And I don't know if that was connected or if I just had a migraine. And then... And you had I like the vomiting on the hour type deal? Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm like the 30 minute mark. Oh. It was like... Every 30 minutes I was up and it's just the dry heaving when she uh, have nothing left and it's just the body aching and, and it is such a full body experience. And it's like, oh, it's horrible. Mm. I just forget. It's been a really long time. So I was just like, 
dang. I, my one other son had it uh, like two nights before me. So yeah, when he's laying next to me throwing up all night and breathing in my face, I guess I'm bound to get it. Uh, but germs. I, know. I hate germs. I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Well, my miss is kind of a ridiculous one because this is not the first time I've done it. Oh, but no. Lauren, I, oh, you know yes. what it is. Oh. I, I lost my wedding band for oh. the second time. I need a sound effect on that. No. <gasps> yeah. Jeez. Like my, not my engagement ring, not my bigger diamond, but it was my diamond band and I've already replaced it once and I've lost it again. Oh, and I'm I have so looked sorry. everywhere for it. I have looked everywhere for it and it's driving me crazy. Do you think it fell off or you think you put it somewhere? No. So I was explaining to my husband, now that we're washing our hands constantly using sanitizer, I put lotion on my hands like all day long because yes. they dry out so yes. bad. Yes. And I have a thing about rings, I take them off to put lotion on. Yes. I don't like putting lotion over my rings. And I'm already not a jewelry person. And so anyway, I know what happened. I, I remember vividly having the ring on, being at work, taking it off to put lotion on. And then I don't remember anything after that, like putting it back on. You know what I mean? And so I have a feeling it either got on the floor and somebody vacuumed it up like oh, no. at night. Uh, I don't know. I, I've I, looked everywhere. A tip for that I've always heard is put it in your mouth when you wash your hands or put or you're lotioning, like put it between your lips because then you will always put it back on or whatever. But I, oh, I'm, just I'm so mad at oh, myself. Oh, I know. That's the worst feeling. Like I the don't worst. have them insured. I need. Do, do you have your rings insured? I don't think I do. I don't either. And my mom has been telling me since I got married, put your rings on your insurance policy. And I still haven't. Oh, and so no. now I'm going to have to go buy another one. And I'm just like, like so annoying. Just buy like a cheapy band for the time being, you know, just something like, you know, just a sparkly gold band or something, you I'm know. Annoyed. I I'm know. So mad at I myself. know. Like there is no worse feeling. I it, it, it you're right. That regretful feeling is the worst. It's just stupid. I feel I know. stupid. I'm like I did this 3 years ago. Yeah. Really, Sarah? Come on. Anyway. All right. Well, that was our show, you guys. Yes, yeah, so glad to have you. I know this was so a wild fun. one, sort yeah. of, but just an interesting one, an important one. Totally. A super important one. And we have a fun show for you next week, too. It's, I know. It's our 100th episode of the mom boys i can't even believe it a hundred so, episodes about almost our two-year anniversary exactly almost oh my gosh it's crazy so make sure you're subscribed because next week we're gonna have a lot of fun yes you're gonna be hearing some fun memories of our friendship and we're gonna be sharing two things that we don't know about each other i know and i've really been stumped on thinking about this you guys yeah. i'm like been brainstorming i'm like i gotta really dig deep yeah and also we're gonna announce our giveaway week um, yeah, winner next week. We totally so are. tune in here to yes. hear who wins. Yes, and thank you so much for being here. We really do appreciate every single listen. You guys are the reason that we show up, and we really, really appreciate you showing up for us as well. And if you happen to hear something that you enjoyed today, or you found entertaining or useful, we would absolutely love it if you would share us on social media or share us with a family friend. It really is the only way that we grow, and we are like forever in debt to you. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, pretty much all the socials at The Mom Voice Podcast. That's right. We're there. We show up. You can DM us, ask us a question, any and all the things. We love interacting with you. Absolutely. And don't forget to text the word Mom Voice to 1-833-880-880. 
888-565-5305. We will only send you updates about the podcast. We promise we will not spam you. Okay. And with that, I think that's the show. Lauren, do you have anything else? No, that's it. We're so glad you've been here and take care of each other, guys. All right. Go have some sex. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye.